Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. We're starting a new podcast. This is Leonora Shelfo, and you're listening to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, presented by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. Yes, so if you like horror movies, scary movies. We are both big horror fans. Mm-hmm. Check it out on all platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to limitlessbroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yes. And welcome our special guest for the whole summer, Mr. Dan. What up? Back again. Back again. Back again. We're so so thankful. So this week, we are... We are. We're thankful to have you on here to talk Star Wars with us. I, 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 I don't know. That just made me laugh. We are thankful for Dan. <laughs> We're so grateful. We're so grateful for Dan. He's graced us. Oh, boy. <laughs> graced us with our presence. His presence, yes. <laughs> okay. So this week, friends, we are talking Clone Wars, mm-hmm. the TV show, and also its spinoff series, Bad Batch, which just came out last year. Also cartoon tv show but we're gonna start with clone wars i don't know why i put attack of the clones cartoon because in my head i'm side note in my head i'm like they're both called attack of the clones and then i'm like wait a second no they're not it's 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 attack of the clones and then there you go which 
Sammy, before I even read this, did you, I know you watched the TV show. Did you watch the random movie that happened before the TV show? I did not. And the problem was I finished the TV show and then I saw there was a movie and I was like, well, now I'm not going to go back and watch that. So I did not. Well, the movie just sets up for the TV show. Yeah. That's what I read. And I was like, well, I've already seen the show. So it's just a really long episode, basically. That's basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I kind of forgot to even add it in this. So it's not even come. We're not yeah, even. And really I saw it wasn't on the list and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Cause I forgot about it. Yeah. So chronicling the events that took place between attack of the clones and revenge of the Sith. This show follows the wartime days of Anakin, Obi-Wan and Yoda. This show also brings new characters to the forefront of the star Wars canon, including Anakin's apprentice, Ahsoka Tano and captain Rex, who is a clone. With the new characters, Cat and Rex is voiced by D. Bradley Baker, but he actually voices all of the clones and he just tries to do different voices for each one. Like he has to try, he does like specific things. So I have mad respect for this person. The guy's yeah, a genius. Mad, mad respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's a lot of different voices. Yeah. Cause they're all similar, but they have like their little, their little things. Little inflections and mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he does it with Bad Batch too. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that then. But trivia, like we always do. Woo-hoo. Anthony Daniels, C3PO, Ahmed Best, who plays Jar Jar Binks, Matthew Wood, who's Grievous, Liam Neeson, Quick on Jen, Prunella August, Shmi, and Daniel Logan, who plays Boba, are the only actors to replies, reprise their roles from the Star Wars film franchise. So they're the only ones to be the voices of themselves in the franchise. Everyone else is voiced by somebody different, which surprised me because the first time I listened to it, I swore that Obi-Wan Kenobi was being voiced by Ian McGregor. Mm-hmm, I, I really thought it was him. Mm-hmm. And then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not Ewan. Yeah. Um, I could definitely tell it wasn't uh, Hayden, and I was very thankful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No offense to, to me- Hayden if he somehow sees this. You can be offended. It's fine. I'm glad you were not yeah. in it. I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> in order to make the clone troopers sound like individuals, oh, I already talked about this. Re- yeah. D. Bradley Baker recorded every voice separately and gave each one different inflections. He liked to write down a particular adjective for each one. For instance, some sound a bit younger, others a bit more proper, whereas many sound like a bully or a grunt. During late, later seasons, he was able to record all the voices in the same take. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. That is, he better be getting paid good money oh, for yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. The chess piece, I did not think about this. I had to go back and look at some images, but the chess piece that Anakin wears in Clone Wars is actually the same design as the one he later wears as Darth Vader. Similar. I feel like I can see that. I can see it in my Mm -hmm. mind. I can see, yeah. 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 Which makes sense. Yeah, it does. And then according to James Arnold Taylor, the producers encouraged him not to do a straightforward impression of Ian McGregor. Instead, the voice he uses for Obi-Wan Kenobi is a mixture of McGregor and Alec Guinness, which in my mind, I'm like, Arnold or James, did you not realize that that's what McGregor was doing was he Mm -hmm. was taking Guinness and mixing himself. So I'm like, he actually did do a very good impression of Ewan because that's what Ewan was doing. Right. So good job. Mm-hmm. or the producers didn't want him. James, 
I, I said the wrong name. Mm-hmm. Producers weren't aware, but James did a good job. Mm-hmm. I think I just confused myself, but it's okay. <laughs> Next one. According to Dave, Filoni. I don't know, Filoni. 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 Ahsoka Tano was inspired by San, the title character of Princess Mononoke. This is a anime. The only reason I know this is because my brother owns it and I have ah. seen it. She is an anime character. Uh, I don't know much about her anime character, but apparently she was inspired by her. She was also, Ahsoka Tano also, her mannerisms were based on Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia in the original trilogy. Furthermore, she combines Anakin's brashness with obi-wan's measured judgment reflecting the shift between republic and the oncoming empire so they kind of took her and shoved a couple things in mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. which i mean i will say i like her character i don't know what you guys think of her i like her yeah yes i have some interesting questions of why they put her in there but i like her clone captain rex has a scar on his chin modeled after harrison ford's do you remember Harrison having a scar on his chin? I guess he does. No idea. I don't, don't know. Pay I, attention to that. I feel like I didn't notice it until Indiana Jones, but because I can sort of see it in my mind's eye, I can see something, some kind of scar somewhere on his face. I don't know. I didn't yeah. know if it, was, it was his chin, but yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then. <laughs> Hayden Christensen was interested in reprising his role as Anakin Skywalker. He, however, was not asked to return. (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) So Hayden wasn't asked to return. Thoughts? (laughs) Right choice. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. I, I again, I, I don't want to bash on him too hard, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I obviously there was definitely some, you know, fan backlash, or there's they were probably getting some fan backlash of it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2014, the series alongside the sequel series Star Wars Rebels were made official Star Wars canon. So when they started making these, they didn't know if it was going to be full canon, mm-hmm. but Disney and Lucasfilms approved it to be canon. So during the entire show, Anakin and General Grievous never came face to face. This was intentional due to a line in the Revenge of the Sith in which the two state that they had never met before. Look at Star Wars, making sure not to create plot holes. Good job. Yeah, you did something right. Bravo. Yeah. I was very proud when I read that. I'm like, good, mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. good, good. Now, Dave and first season head writer Henry Gilroy had originally assumed that Obi-Wan and Anakin would actually only make occasional appearances on the show because most of their Clone Wars activities had already been told in printed work and in Star Wars Clone Wars, which was the movie, the hour-ish movie that you Mm -hmm. can also watch that predates this. But instead, the main characters were going to be a Twi'lek Jedi called Sendak, and his Toguta apprentice, Ashla, later to become Ahsoka, who fought 
piracy and mercenaries around the galaxy. They would team up with a Han Solo-like smuggler called Cad, his mistress Lupe, and their Gungan strongman Lunker. Another idea was to stick to a couple of reoccurring locations, not unlike the TV show Firefly, and keep landscapes to a minimum for rendering and conceptual reasons. However, they found out soon that George Lucas didn't intend to keep this show small. Mm-hmm. As I commented, typical of George Lucas. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. just think big, always big. Everything's yeah. big. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, they use they use those characters because there's a character named cad in the show isn't there mm-hmm. yeah cad the Bay. bounty hunter yeah yeah the blue guy yeah he actually turns out to be evil right mm-hmm. it's it's interesting him. yeah that description it's interesting because it it kind of is foreshadowing for what uh rebels would become later mm-hmm. you know a twi'lek and a different you know mm-hmm. again it's that plucky band of rebel you know that that ragtag group of misfits that mm-hmm. you know always yep. those are always fun stories yeah Now, the first two and a half seasons were presented as an anthology, probably why I got bored, Um, meaning the stories were not shown in chronological order, but would jump around the timeline. Bored was the wrong word. I got confused a lot. Me too. That's why I had to look it up because I was like, what is happening? But even the first episode, I was like, what did I just get into? Right. This was much like Lucas' previous television series, The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, which I still have not seen because I don't know how to get access to them. I have not seen that since I was four years old. I have never seen them and I want to I've watch them. I've never seen that. Not even, not even gonna lie. That was, I think I saw that before I saw the movies. See, I didn't. I didn't yeah. know they existed until after the movies. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And then when Matt Lanter, thank you, Matt, auditioned <laughs> for the part of Anakin Skywalker, he was told he was up for the part of Dirk Deke Starkiller. But Dave and producer Catherine Winder then told him to pay to play a combination of Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. Why didn't uh, someone tell Hayden to do <laughs> so much better? Could you imagine? Oh my goodness! Oh my if goodness. Hayden played a version of Han and Luke, it would have been perfect. It would have been great. And he, see, he's a so good actor. Better. That's the thing. If he takes direction, he knows how to deliver. You know, if they had done so yeah. much better. Yes. Wow. Like, yeah, you're right. He's not a bad actor. I mean, his puppy dogs, I forgot to mention this last week. You talked about the puppy dog eyes, Sammy. I did. Well, every time you saw him doing puppy dogs, his his head was down and he looked up. And I'm like, dude, show me some confidence here. That mm-hmm. looks like you're about to be, I can't use that word on this, on this podcast. Taken advantage of, we'll say that. There you go. <laughs> Whereas if you would have exuded some power, would have been much better that's what i'm saying it was probably just the direction more so than yeah really was just the direction yeah. sorry george but honestly i've seen hayden give that look in many of his movies i think it's like a signature of his he always does the look down look up puppy dog eyes <laughs> and it's just like probably so, some people are into that i mean i've seen some fans oh, of his that just swoon over that look i wish he did not oh. do it i'm sorry <laughs> we are not those fans it's no. so interesting it's so interesting it's refreshing but interesting no 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 yeah, yeah. Ugh, no but yes that would have saved both of the other movies yeah or at least attack of the clones in the theatrical movie star wars the clone wars from from which this show continues so 
the cartoon, was originally planned to be four separate episodes of the first season titled The New Padawan, Castle of Deception, Castle of Dune, and Castle of Salvation. I don't remember why there's castles in there, but it makes sense that it should have been separate episodes, mm. and, but they shoved them together. Hondo, Hondo Anoka was described as... I love this. Han Solo, Captain Jack Sparrow, and Boba Fett rolled into one. Mm -hmm. That's about right. Yeah. Keira Knightley, who played Elizabeth Swan in the Pirates of the Caribbean film franchise, played Sabine Queen Amidala's. Why are they telling? Why did I copy? Because that? that's what they do in IMDb. I should have deleted that. They do we nonsense like this all the time. I was wondering time. why that was there. I was like, I'm like, why like, yeah, is we that know. there? We know. I just, I saw the Hondo captain thing and I just did the whole thing. I didn't gotta edit the rest it. Yeah. it. Copy and paste. Yeah, I got Oops. you. But I agree. I mean, even like Dan, Dan, have you been to Galaxy's Edge yet? I haven't, no. Okay, so mm -hmm. in the Ride Smugglers run where you get to drive the Millennium Falcon, you are like, Hondo is the owner of the legitimate trading post okay. and he has there's an animatronic of him in there and he it works really well like he is very much in in my mind these three combined work well for him even in the show it works mm -hmm. well nice yeah but yeah Hondo is one of those characters he's just he's gonna continue on oh yeah he's something else yeah because he's in rebels too he is in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is. Yeah. All right. The planet Iago in season one, episode 18, Mystery of a Thousand Moons, is a reference to Lego and a nod to the construction toys. In 1999, the Lego company acquired the rights and released Lego play sets of the Star Wars saga. Incidentally, the characters of Jabo Hood, a mechanic who lives on Iago, reprogrammed battle droids to serve him. So just a nod to, to Lego for everything they did. Yeah. Cool. I never, Travis got like one Star Wars set, but we really never had much Star Wars Legos. Did mm -hmm. you ever do that? We're, you were, we were probably too old by the time they started selling them. Yeah. No, I did Legos, but it was never Star Wars themed. Yeah. I don't think you're too old for Legos. Have you seen some of these people that put these things together? There's people who build like cities and stuff with Legos. They're insane. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's Very another true. level. Mm -hmm. It's a big hobby. Yeah. Everybody's got to have a hobby. Mm -hmm. And then this is the first Star Wars animated series to air in a half hour format since Ewoks concluded December 13th of 86. Mm -hmm. It still blows me that that was even a thing. Oh, that's what we're talking about next year. We're talking we all vintage Star Wars next year. I still, I, I, I'm still, I'm mad that I never knew that. I never knew about it. Like, I thought I at least knew something about the, you know, mm -hmm. beyond the holiday special. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I... Ewoks, what are you going to do? Ewoks! So cute. So cute. Sammy, what's your thoughts? Okay. So, why did nobody tell me about this before? About this whole series? I did not know about this until this year when we were going to watch it. And... Granted, I know last year we only did the, we had very limited time to talk about Star we did. Wars, very limited time, but now is stuff just makes so much more sense. All of it, all of it. And it just, yeah. this ties into so many other things that they've created in time. 
probably because Dave Filoni is involved in like everything now. I feel like that's going on with mm-hmm. production wise and the new shows and all that. But especially I watched, I finished the whole series. Well, the key episodes because I did not watch every episode of this, but yeah, I finished it. And then I watched the last prequel and I was like, I get this movie so much more now as far as the plot. I can follow mm-hmm. it so much easier mm-hmm. than I could last year when I just watched it because we were just watching all of them together. It just makes it so much better. And I think, Dan, you had said like a while ago, maybe when the very first episode this year, that this is how star wars should be and i agree Mm -hmm. i think that series fit the storylines much better than movies whether it's a cartoon or live action whatever what have you so i think this is so much better just to tell the entire universe and the stories and what happens versus just a short two three hour movie Mm -hmm. so much better yeah but yes Mm -hmm. so at first i was a little mad (laughs) at you actually because i was like there's ten thousand episodes Hold on. Oh, how many episodes are there? Yeah, you're mad at me the... for not telling you about the show. No. I'm like, wait a second. No, 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 not that. No, it's just I was just like, okay, I have to watch this. And again, have we as we said before, you failed to give me the list, so I was super. Yeah, confused I gave you the, the wrong beginning. list. Like, I just turned it on one day, and I was like, I gave what her is a going on? List. And I was just like, why did they just <laughs> jump around? I'm so confused. And then after yeah. googling it, I was fine. But <laughs> you no, were that was right. me the first time. Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, jumping around is much better. And then you were right. The very, very, very last season was so mm-hmm. good. Oh, my gosh. The animation was good. The storyline. The yeah. ending was super sad. No, <laughs> mm, oh, I can I can get into that one. Oh, my God. We'll when, be able to. Yes, oh, yeah. When we got, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just, oh, it was terrible. But, yeah. <laughs> so, mentioning Ahsoka. So, I love Ahsoka. I have a little Ahsoka. little... Oh, yay! I see her. I see barely, yes. but I see her. Yeah, she's yeah. very small. I don't, I don't pay a lot of. Not like Robbie. I'm not gonna buy the giant ones. No. But <laughs> I love Ahsoka. I think she was a great addition, and I like the balance, which I think you'd already kind of mentioned previously, mm-hmm. especially with her and the the reveal of the lightsaber, which you forgot to look up the colors of the go ahead and do it no i was gonna say do it now so with the white lightsaber and the balance and everything i was sad when she ultimately left them behind but they did her so dirty when they were accusing her basically of treason essentially Mm -hmm. and killing that prisoner and no one was listening to her i mean anakin was but Mm -hmm. anakin's so chaotic it's kind of hard for anybody to focus on what he's talking about or listen to him either so i don't blame her for basically being like forget you all i can't do Mm -hmm. this anymore i don't agree with what you stand for and i think that was a really important thing to show because it kind of has been implied the jedi are just the end all be all the best you know the purest of heart they're here to save the day Mm -hmm. but I mean, you have to look at both sides and see what they're doing at the end of the day in the war. So I think that was really important to bring up. And she was a good point in that uh, conversation. The clones, I enjoyed seeing the different personalities of the clones. Ashley, you also mentioned previously about reading a book where they talked about being part of the Empire and when the Death Star was destroyed and all of their friends were lost. Yeah, this is kind of... Yes, this is kind of the same idea. You see all these clones and you see them finding the war that they didn't ask to be a part of. They were just forced into doing it. This is just the life they were brought into and seeing them 
acknowledge that some of them don't want to be a part of it they defect they leave they question what's going on and then especially at the end when that order 66 happens it makes it so much more significant because they change sides and they didn't have a choice and Mm -hmm. it's just so sad to see that the the turning point at the end when that kicks in that was just mm-hmm. I was like, is this a really a cartoon? Are children supposed to watch this? Because oh my goodness, <laughs> that's terrible. We also talked about Anakin and Padme. Their relationship is more fleshed out in this, which I appreciate. Gives them a little more depth, and I still don't really care about them. But this does add to their storyline. It's fair. It's fair. I just I didn't care when they were together. I individually great. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Seeing Anakin and especially Obi-Wan, they were, that was my favorite pairing. Seeing their friendship and their relationship grow together, that mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Seeing Padme actually by herself and some of the things she was doing individually to try and mm-hmm. help with the efforts, mm-hmm. that was really great. When they yeah. were together, mm-hmm. I didn't really care. I was just like, we could fast forward through this. I don't really mm-hmm. care about the whole romance thing. I just don't. Even though it's significant and important. Whatever. I just, I wasn't really into it. So <laughs> just saying, yeah, it's not my thing. Yeah. And then, as we've said like 8,000 times, Anakin in the cartoon is a million times better. His actions make more sense. Seeing him slowly go to the dark side is so much better in this series. Mm -hmm. I liked that. Again, it's so much better when you have the whole series to drag it out and give him all these references like Ahsoka leaving, his mom died, all of these things building up in him before we get to the big switch in the last prequel. I think this really helped me visualize it a little bit better and follow it a little bit easier when I finally did watch the movie again. So I think that was that was really great to see. But I didn't realize, though, at the end of the seventh season that we were actually going to see him come as Darth. I didn't realize that was going to happen when I was watching it. Yeah, I didn't expect that either. Yeah, I didn't didn't realize that. So I thought it was just going to kind of be like he's gone we know what's going to happen but i didn't realize he's going to show up and i was just like oh this is sad mm. <laughs> and i think ahsoka is dead and oh my gosh yeah mm-hmm. just wait until you watch rebels we're we're getting there i'm Ooh, in the yeah. second season i think right now rebels wait yeah until the end of second season i don't want to hear that okay so <laughs> focusing back okay on that's I, I was like that's the second season is when the thing you're talking about happens uh-huh yeah okay oh god okay <clears throat> yeah i'm i'm working my way through it right now oh count dooku you got so much more going on in this too than the movies especially the last prequel where he's in it for like five seconds right. but i i like seeing how he's actually more involved i think it gave him more character development too mm-hmm. as far as the the evil and how he's really the pawn and all of it i think that was really great mm-hmm. to see and then i've already said the animation was just very cool. And to see it change as the seasons go on and just mm-hmm. get better and better. I think that mm-hmm. was really great. The seventh season, like I said, it was just like so amazing. All the, yeah. the the animation itself, as far as the characters go, and then the scenes they set up and it was just mm-hmm. great. I loved it. So it was a lot of fun, but it definitely took me a little while to get into because like you were kind of saying the first season, first, second season, I was kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't know about this. And then the third season kind of really kicked it off and made it. Yeah made it that much better and then the seventh season was just amazing yeah 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 and that seventh season just came out last year yeah 2020 or 2021 Mm, maybe it was 2020 i think it was was 2020 2020. yeah either way 
it came it's out much new. farther. It it was like the season, the sixth season was done four years before that, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they took a while before they finally got that seventh season out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they did a good job. That was worth the wait, probably. It, yeah. Even though I didn't have to wait, but <laughs> for those who did. Yeah. No, the rest of us, we had to go. The rest of us, yeah. we had to wait a while. <laughs> yes. We had to end on, we're like, wait, what? It. We're ending this how? Yeah. yeah, I could see why you'd be like, are you serious right now? <laughs> Where's the rest of the, the show or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm glad they brought it back to add to it. Yeah, seeing Dark and Creepy Yoda in season six, though, was uh, that was a mind trip, though. Mm-hmm. That was. Oh, mm-hmm. dear. Was yeah. But to see more of Yoda was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Oh, and I forgot to say, you didn't really mention all of the, you mentioned some of the voice actors, but there mm-hmm. was a lot of like, awesome people that did characters even for just one episode in it because they had ray park come back to do maul right at the end i thought that was really cool mark hamill was darth bane in one episode in 2014 that's right yes which i'm surprised you didn't mention having all of your mark mark had duration (laughs) that you didn't bring that up james marsters was one voiced a character Mm -hmm. in 2008 yeah which i was just like what i didn't even realize that Nice. Um, you know, I love Scrubs and Donald Faison, who's a big <laughs> yeah. Star Wars nerd. He got to voice a droid in one of the episodes, which I thought was cool. They said that Ian McDermott, they used old voice work of his in the last season. I read that too, somewhere. I on didn't IMDb. see anything on that, but sure. yeah, I didn't see it was official trivia, but I did see it on IMDb. Yeah. So, well, it said well old, just... old there was a lot of trivia that I didn't get to sort through <laughs> Yeah. No, it's a lot on there. I guess I just scrolled, you know. Well, it makes I, sense. I mean, they just, I think in the last season, they just played the clip from Revenge of the Sith. When he's giving, yeah. you're talking about when he's giving like the speech. Yeah, the, it was like the one of the very last episodes. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. literally the same aud- ed- uh, audio from Revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith. Yeah. So they just reused that. Tim Curry. <laughs> Love Tim Curry. Obsessed with him. I didn't even realize it was him at first. And Robbie just walks by and he's like, is that Tim Curry? And I was like, wait, is it? Listener. It is Tim Curry. <laughs> Who was he? He was Lord Palpatine in the, I don't remember which season it was. I didn't write that down. I got tired of writing oh. down the episodes when I was reading. He did Palpatine? He did, yes. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Yeah, oh. I. He, Robbie heard it right away. I'm, that makes me feel better because I was just like, is it? No. And then you really listen. You're like, it is Tim Curry. What the heck? Yeah. I did not notice that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. That's crazy. See, Jim Cummings did a lot of voice work for it. And Jim Cummings, I always think of Winnie the Pooh. So it just made me laugh because it's a big tie in there. I know he does a yeah. lot of voice work, but I always think of Winnie the Pooh first. Ron Perlman, David Tennant was in there and Seth Green too. So those are all actors oh, I love. David Tennant. I didn't know if you knew about David Tennant, but he did voice somebody. I did not know he was voicing yeah. in there. I love David. He just had one episode too. He's only listed as one character. But oh, that's probably why I didn't cool. notice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just looking through that. I thought that was cool. And the biggest thing for me was Katie Sackoff as Bo-Katan because she was in The Mandalorian and I had never seen mm-hmm. this, right? And I mm-hmm. saw on the internet, everyone was like losing their mind. And I'm like, who is this? I don't, I don't understand. Who is this? And then when she showed up on the Mandalore, I was like, what? Now I get it. It's the same yeah. lady. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, those little things for me are fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just see. She's also, she make an appearance in Rebels. I have no idea since I'm. I can't remember. Yeah. I feel I like her little band. Yeah. There's a lot that happens from Clone Wars to Rebels that is also now translated into like Mandalorian and Book of Boba. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. It's interesting. At all. Again, with Dave Filoni having his notes, nose, and everything. Okay. That's all I got. 
Gotcha. For now. Dan, I'm ready for your manifesto. <sighs> the manifesto, it's so true. I've been looking forward to this. The manifesto. <laughs> I really did write a lot. Okay. <laughs> That's I feel, okay. I, I, I felt fine. less bad because you had quite a bit too, actually. I do, and I will get to it, but I'm going to let yeah. you speak first. Okay. So first of all, I can't get over just how much like heart and emotion mm-hmm. there is in this. I did not expect it yeah. to be this way. It's like what you were saying about season seven. It's like, we all know Order 66 is coming. Mm-hmm. We all know it's bad, mm-hmm. but we have these relationships that have been forged through so much turmoil and strife mm-hmm. and we love them. And it's like, it's, it's, I mean, like, that scene where they're in the Jedi cruiser, Ahsoka and Rex, mm-hmm. and they're flying away. I was like, it's coming. And like, I was literally just, I mean, the whole time <laughs> yeah. I was like, I heightened yeah. since I was like, it is coming and it's going to be sad. I am yes. not pleased about this. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, they delivered it. They delivered it exactly the way it needed to be. Mm-hmm. I'm getting chills thinking of it right now. It's ah! Terrible. It's, it's beyond it's so beyond i mean like what, what did i say here the um it's like like the fact is we as the audience know that it's good it's a tragedy mm-hmm. but they don't know it's a tragedy mm-hmm. and the fact that we feel that they don't know it's a tragedy like as far as ahsoka and all, all i'm concerned they have won this is the thing they have been fighting for mm-hmm. for you know long 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 time and like part of it's part of us is like Maybe it's good. Maybe they'll actually win. Maybe that there is hope to the Republic, even though you know it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's like, you know, just the fact that we connect to him so much that we actually hope that it would there will that it won't happen. Mm-hmm. You know? Not so much. Well, I think that's the nice thing about the movies because the movies it, we know Darth Vader has to happen and we have such a short time we don't get as attached right. yes. to some of these Jedi because mm-hmm. we don't know them. We only know Anakin, Qui-Gon Jinn mace and 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 obi mm-hmm. and you just it, you don't get attached to it so when order 66 nope. happens in the revenge of the sith sith you're like okay we knew this was coming yeah but that in this sucks. you're right we get so mm-hmm. attached mm-hmm. and and it, it's it's heart-wrenching because yeah. now we get to know a lot of these jedi and now we're like crap we're literally about to lose them yeah 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 Sorry, yeah, I had to put my two cents on that. No, no, I, <laughs> it's I, true, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's 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 one of those things where I'll, I'll, I'll probably say it again when we talk about um, Bad Batch, because there's a similar theme in there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's one of those, like, it's not just the lives of the Jedi that are at stake, but the relationships between them and the clones. Right. Because there's mm-hmm. so much trust there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like these very mm-hmm. people, their entire purpose has been, you know, is genocide, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, they've yeah. been groomed for genocide yeah. when they think they've been groomed for, you know, victory. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it's so brilliantly, beautifully tragic. You know, there's mm-hmm. really, there's no other way to, it's, it is the ultimate tragedy. Mm-hmm. I hate Palpatine. You know? I do too. He's it's the so worst. Easy. So easy to hate that guy. He's very smart though. He's, oh, he's brilliant. Pure right? I mean, evil genius. You mm-hmm. know, Darth Maul himself acknowledges that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Maul. Mall. I'm glad uh, he was back in this. He's also which, in. He's also in Rebels too. Just FYI, he? oh, yeah. nah. yep. he's a, okay. He has oh, a yeah. whole storyline now. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's yeah, and and then, which brings me to my next point. That is probably, I guess it's Mall since he's no longer Sith Lord. But the fact is that is one of my probably all time favorite characters and just story arcs in general. 
mm-hmm. far mm-hmm. as the Clone Wars goes. What did I say? He's he is one of the he's probably the most layered. He's he's evil and he's vengeance driven, but he's so tragic and he's so mm-hmm. complex. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in some ways he's actually more tragic and complex than Anakin slash Vader. Mm-hmm. You know, I oh, mean yeah, Anakin's got his things, but it's like how did I say it? It's like, he's so bent on, you know, he wants revenge on Obi-Wan for, you know, for beating him. He I wants revenge that. on Sidious for, Sidious for betraying him. You know, he's, he's angry and he's driven by vengeance and power and all that. But beneath mm-hmm. all that, it's just a guy who's lost his way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's literally yeah. just a guy who has no purpose. He has no, he had a purpose and it was taken from him. And his, the entire rest of his life has just been him trying to get it back. And he always comes just close enough, close enough. Mm-hmm. to get it and but it's always just out of reach and it's like even as bad as he is you can't help feeling sorry for him you know mm-hmm. you can't help feeling mm-hmm. sad for him mm-hmm. so yeah he's mm-hmm. and it's like he throughout his life he starts trying to form these different relationships you know in uh in clone wars you know he meets uh savage Opress, which mm-hmm. is his brother you know tries yep. to form an alliance with them with mm-hmm. him and you know that doesn't work and then he tries to form you know get these different factions and different um you know people to follow him that doesn't work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh even tries to get ahsoka to join him at the mm-hmm. end of rebels you know join me yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah it's of course that doesn't work and even even mm, i don't know if, i don't know if i'm spoiling it yet there's he tries to do something similar in rebels i'll say that yeah let's well not- i'm not surprised that's not <laughs> gonna be a spoiler let's not get into that yet <laughs> yeah but again it's it's one of those like you know he just you really can't help but feel bad for him it's just at the end of the day he is a beautifully tragic character mm-hmm. yeah so and he's from dathomir right am i remembering yes. that correctly yeah. mm-hmm. okay okay yeah and and again which transitions into, into my other point i love the whole planet of dathomir like that whole mm-hmm. thing very cool is just just like i mean you could do a whole series of series on dathomir probably yeah mm-hmm. you know the fact that they have like the night sisters and their relationship to the force and you know the fact that like see i didn't know this so you're living your whole life in the star wars universe you think the force is that's it you know that's the end all be all of what that is and then you find mm-hmm. out there's the like night sisters these like witches or whatever who they're aware of the force but they kind of operate outside it so it's like okay what kind of magic do you use and you know how is that and it really raises a lot of questions as to what the force actually is mm-hmm. yeah you know so is it was it always there is it something that was just created is it i mean it's just there's so many places you can go with it mm-hmm. you know? yeah and i feel like lucas did that on purpose what about the Be- force yeah because i feel like there was rumors that he wanted to dive deeper into what and where the force is mm-hmm. and was in the trilogy or in the sequels and it didn't yeah yeah it didn't go that way and i wonder if this was the start of it for him Mm -hmm. and wanted to dive deeper and we just haven't seen it yet yeah i hope he's working on it i want to see it yeah from what i it was supposed to be like yeah he was supposed to go into like the microbionic world that's what right so it's going to be miniaturized and Mm -hmm. which kind of goes back to uh like what Star Wars originally was, which was, um, was it this Tales of Luke Star Skywalker from the Journal of the Wills or something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, the Wills were supposed to be these like tiny, tiny creatures that live inside the forest and they're the ones like controlling it, I believe. Don't quote that me. That sounds on that, familiar. Yeah, something like that. 
Yeah. So, um, and I'm wondering if they were hinting at those uh, creatures that Yoda kind of convened with when he was on his little sabbatical, his little journey, yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think those were either supposed to be the wills or like hinting if that's what the wills are like. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so it'd be really interesting to see if that's where they, uh, they go. And then also, um, you know, the fact that he gets to explore the forest afterlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, which we later see in Revenge of the Sith, where he tells Obi-Wan, okay, I've learned how to communicate with the dead. And I'm going to teach you how. It's like, oh, that's where we get to see how he does that, which right. is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I really liked that Padme actually had a much bigger role by herself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Sammy, you were saying that earlier, mm-hmm. but I love that, you know, you, we, we, we get to see a lot of like who Leia would one day become. Like we get to see her skills as a politician mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, as a negotiator and, you know, she, yeah, she can handle herself with a blaster. She can, you know, she has no problem getting her hands dirty, but her entire character is, I want to end violence without violence. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's it it's cool to see that level of diplomacy that layer Leia would years later adopt as a freedom fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, she's not, a, you know, you know, Leia's Leia's more of a brute force than Padme was. Padme's <laughs> definitely a, a little more, a little more uh, diplomatic. She mm-hmm. has more of her dad in her. <laughs> she yes. does. She does. Well, she's also a freedom fighter, too. So mm-hmm. she yeah. kind of has to be, you know, they and that's one thing that I was thought was was interesting, how they grew up in very different worlds. You know, they're very yes. similar in a, way, a lot of ways, but a lot of that is the product of, product of their surroundings. Right. Very true. Uh, Republic versus empire, you know, fighting, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be diplomatic versus fighting for freedom. So it's like, it's mm-hmm. seeing both of those character arcs in very different situations and see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it makes me sad because I always try to think like, what would a conversation between Leia and Padme look like, you know, had they both existed in the same, no. you know, as, as adults? That would have yeah. been great. So mm-hmm. great. It felt like. So great. Yeah. So, okay. So my next point was seeing the, you mentioned this earlier about seeing the different sides of the war itself. Mm-hmm. You know, how not all the separatists were downtown Dooku and General Grievous and, you know, each, a lot of these systems like Mandalore and, you know, was it Satine? Yeah, Satine. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that it's like, we don't want war we just want to exist peacefully out you know we're not trying to destroy the republic i'm not like Mm -hmm. you know the other people so it's one of those really like you mentioned with ahsoka how there's various different sides to everything Mm -hmm. yeah so there's always there's always different motives and they're not all bad yeah okay what else what else asajj ventress i don't know if you remember her or not I'm trying to remember. Oh, she yes. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was yeah. one of the best. Yeah. She mm-hmm. is evil. She she is her. <laughs> evil, but she's again, she's got her reasons. Like she's probably yeah. one of my favorite bounty hunters. Her and Maul are probably two of my favorite, but she's definitely one of my favorite of the bounty hunter uh, type characters. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, she's in a lot of ways. She's like, but she's kind of like Boba Fett. Like she's a little bit darker. You know, she plays whatever side suits her. She'll be mm-hmm. evil, but, you know, if she needs to switch sides sometimes, if it suits her, she'll do it. And she's mm-hmm. got her, her reasons for doing it, for doing mm-hmm. both. You know, she hates the Jedi, she hates the Sith, and mm-hmm. rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. So, I like, if I, if I were going to be like anyone in the Star Wars universe, I feel like I'd, I'd probably be a lot like her. Like, I wouldn't, you know, I, I'd, I'd start with the Jedi, but then they'd get too mm-hmm. strict, and I'd start with the Sith, but then they'd get too crazy, so i just kind of mm-hmm. split off and 
be a bounty hunter but still strong with the force yeah that, that'd mm -hmm. be my thing i can see that yeah, I, like it. Like, I, I, I get you i get you ventress i get you i like her mm -hmm. so, she is great yeah yeah i'd like i'd like i'd like to see her again like did she die i can't remember yes she did die but i don't remember this wasn't in the cartoon though Wait. Uh, so maybe it took place afterwards. So it's saying that somewhere in after all of this, probably in the comics or in some other sort of literature, hmm. that she apparently is killed by Dooku to save that... Voss. I don't remember Voss. Okay. Voss might sounds... be a different character. That sounds right. I feel like yeah. she had one of those like and like sad endings sadish yeah Tra tragic endings yeah mm -hmm. like uh you know like mall yeah anyway and then my last point was kind of a fun one there's a you'll see this when we get to revenge of the sith but there's a line in revenge of the sith where uh anakin's getting ready to go with the politicians and obi-wan he's supposed to go with them but he kind of gets out of it kind of weasels his way out of it Anakin looks at him like, okay, but you owe me one, not for saving your life for the 10th time. Obi-Wan responds with ninth time. That business on Kato Nambordia doesn't, doesn't count. We <laughs> never got to see yeah, what that was. <laughs> we had an entire series and we could have seen that. We never did. I was so annoyed. Yeah. Like I was so annoyed. We never got to see what that business was. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, look, I looked it up and apparently according to legends, it's actually really hilarious. They're on this planet and somehow Obi-Wan gets like gassed with this hallucinogen sort of thing. This like flora, uh -huh. whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's just tripping out completely. He has no idea what's going on while he's also fighting off a bunch of bad guys. So he's handling himself, but he has no idea he's what he's tripping. doing. He's no tripping out. Exactly. And so Anakin comes and kind of helps him out of it. Like he technically didn't need help. But, uh, you know, he was still mm -hmm. not in his right mind. So it's like, okay. that could have been so fun. That could have been so much that so hilarious. hilarious. Yes. Yeah. So we never got to see the business yeah. on Kato and Emboy. So. Anakin yeah. does bail him out a lot. He does. He does. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, 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 I, I, it's like that scene at the end in the, um, in the Clone Wars where he's like, he fakes his surrender. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the last season, and then it turns out to be a big ambush. Like at first, I thought, oh, maybe that's the business on Kato Nimboya. Mm -hmm. And it know, wasn't. No, nope. and it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. So. Oh boy. But yeah. Oh goodness. Sorry. Hmm. My bad. Um, yeah. Anything that's else, Dan? No, nah, that that concludes it for my uh, miniature essay. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I've already said this. I love this series. I the Anakin that was portrayed in here has been my favorite Anakin. I think the the way that he was played, we've already talked about it, has is brilliant. Mm -hmm. I think this good this is a good series to watch to understand why Hondo is a part of Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. I mean, Disney's kind of bringing everything together. They are bringing in characters from these series. So if you are just a Star Wars person who only watches like the movies, you're gonna be very confused on some of the characters in, sure. in Galaxy's Edge and some other things. So I I love how they, they're bringing that in and they're just kind of tying everything together. There is a lot of kid fluff, but I think this series helps us understand why we went, what went, what they went through 
in between the second and third movie. Mm-hmm. Like Sammy said earlier, you kind of understand now what the heck is going on and why mm-hmm. this is going yes. on. And even though it's a cartoon, it gives us the characters, especially like Yoda and Mace and other Master Jedi, you don't see as much. You give a lot more depth to them. You kind of mm-hmm. see that. You kind of see not just... You see not just the Jedi, but you also get to see there's that episode where it's a random episode. Sammy, you probably didn't see it because you skipped around. But there's an episode where a so is it Ahsoka that takes them? I think it's Ahsoka that takes them, takes a bunch of new Jedi to find their Kyber crystal. And like there's episodes like that in the series that yes, they feel very insignificant, but to the whole storyline, but it gives you the background on, okay, how does a mm-hmm. Jedi get their Kyber crystal? What do they have to go through? How do they choose what kind of lightsaber that they're going to make? And there's like little episodes like that, that there are more fluff. They're more just kind of background, but I think they're so important mm-hmm. to the universe as a whole to really immerse yourself. If you really want to understand everything that's going on. So I, I really enjoyed it. Some of the fighting ones, I kind of like, mm-hmm. I'd watch them and be like, okay, I feel this is repetitive. I feel like I'm watching Power Rangers and you just <laughs> defeated the evil person the exact same way you defeated him five other episodes. Mm-hmm. Right. So there, there's those moments, but mm-hmm. I think overall it's, it's really great. I am glad they were able to give us more exploration of why did I put Hayden? Oh, dear Lord, Anakin and Padme. <laughs> Hayden uh, and Padme. <laughs> Anakin, I'm not spelling Anakin right. There we go. Anakin and Padme. Again, mm-hmm. not that I like their relationship, but it gives us a little bit more exploration. It also shows, it continues to show how possessive Anakin is of Padme. There's multiple times where she wants to go and like do her job. And he's like, no, you need to stay put. You need to be protected. Right. You, I, da, da, da. And she's like, dude, I, and I love this about her. She's like, no, I can handle myself. You are not telling me mm-hmm. to stay mm-hmm. put. I am out of here. I got to do my job and you got to do your job and you need to stop. Mm-hmm. So I think that was good to kind of show that because it showed that she's not some submissive woman. Mm-hmm. She is strong. And, but we can also see where Anakin's selfishness is getting more and more throughout that with their, their relationship. Right where it hits its peak in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Ahsoka. Don't get me wrong. I love Ahsoka. She's like one of my favorite characters, but she was a very confusing addition to me. I didn't know why they added her as an apprentice when there was no hint of it in the third movie whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I think her character really added to the show and has added some very interesting plots to Rebels, Mandalorian, and Boba. And now she has her own show coming out. So I really mm-hmm. think they're, they took it and they're running with it. She is, she is one of my favorite force users. I also think it adds to the anger hate that Anakin is building. Cause it does like season seven mm-hmm. when he, like when the Jedi go after her thinking that she's done something wrong, he's very conflicted. Mm-hmm. And then when she decides not to come back and just leave him, I think that adds to his anger and hate because of what happened to her and that mm-hmm. he walked away. But I really do think, I really just don't understand why they gave him a, why they gave him an, an apprentice because we don't even see him go through the trials we don't see him become like an actual Jedi master. 
he literally mm. is a padawan and then mm -hmm. very next movie not even very next movie when they start the clone wars he's just jedi master and he has an apprentice it's like mm -hmm. wait a second out of everything we've talked about with anakin out of everything we know about him why do we think he's ready for an apprentice well, and that was always a question for me yeah technically he was never given the rank of master though well no i mean mm -hmm. i'm not saying master whatever the next rank is just knight. jedi i think it's knight knight jedi knight yeah that's what i meant but like even as a jedi knight i'm like when did we even like yeah, out of no, everything I... he does they are always so concerned with him and what he does and how he reacts mm -hmm. why would they think it's a good idea to give him a padawan valid point yeah i i, I kind of figure that they just it's i chalk it up to i mean it's a war time so they don't mm -hmm. have time to like sit go and go through these like you know specific trials and stuff so that's what like, i was oh, just yeah. thinking i was yeah, thinking like, because it's the war so they just kind of rush things yeah just do what needs to be done but they're showing in other episodes where they're not rushing these kids to learn if you watch every right. single episode they're not doing the rushing mm -hmm. so again why did Anakin get a Padawan? If anything, she should have been Obi-Wan's new Padawan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. That no, makes it's sense. makes sense. Like again, it was probably more what you said just to help develop Anakin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fuel. Yeah. I think my last sentence, what I say, it all starts with mom and then escalates, giving the ending with him and Ahsoka. I think it's just another match to the flame that pushes him towards the dark side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fuel to the fire. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But you're not yeah. wrong though. I mean, a lot of people didn't really like Ahsoka in the beginning, like in the very first episode or the this movie or whatever it was. Because mm -hmm. it, it was one of those like, oh Lord, here we go. We're appealing to the teenage audience. She's snarky. She's mm -hmm. whatever. So yeah, mm -hmm. that makes sense that it was like at first you were like, why? Yeah. Well, and I didn't not like her when she first showed up. It was just mm -hmm. more of like, uh, why are we? bringing her in but i did like the i did like the relationship as it developed because you saw you kind of i mean she was kind of another version of anakin yeah she of, was in my opinion better but like she learned there was a meme i saw and i think it's actually what she says in there anakin says something to her like where did you learn to disobey authority and mm -hmm. she looks at me she's like you Exactly. And I believe that was a line in there. I believe that was a conversation and it shows, it just shows Anakin's way and how it, it's influencing her. But mm -hmm. she also, and starts to, she starts to realize that the Jedi may not always be the best to right. follow mm -hmm. along with. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, what else did I put? Oh, just another, it was fun to watch him try and be a teacher because yeah. you just don't see that in the third movie. You're mm -mm. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Mm -mm. No. no. <laughs> yeah. And then the side stories of Obi-Wan are great. And I loved how they showed a vulnerable side of him with his old before Jedi life, mm -hmm. Satine, mm -hmm. just to show him being more human yes. and, yeah. and what his struggle to go through as well. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's a great TV show. Mm-hmm. And great. Definitely. And a great addition. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. And because of that beautiful edition of the TV show, Great they segment. give us a spin-off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. There's not yeah. as much trivia because we only get one uh, one season, so this mm-hmm. should go pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But the, so they made an appearance. So the Bad Batch is an elite and experimental clones, and they make their way through an ever-changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone Wars. And mm-hmm. we do see them in the Clone Wars once or twice. That's where they kind of get, they come from. Um, another summary, the clone special unit called the Bad Batch contains consists of clones with helpful side effects, such as super strength, make their way through the newly founded empire and trying to find out why all clone troopers, except themselves, opposed their Jedi generals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I remember when they said the Bad Batch was coming out and I remembered watching, remembered them in clone or in the Clone Wars, but I'm like, where are you going with this? Cause I didn't really watch to see what they were going to do with it. So when I watched the first episode, the hour or movie really is mm-hmm. a movie. Yeah. I really liked where they were going with this. I'm like, oh, we're going to see what happened to the clones after mm-hmm. all this mm-hmm. happened. Right. So let's go through some three point trivia. <laughs> three point trivia. Really, these mm-hmm. were the only three things on tri- on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we get a new character, Omega, mm-hmm. and she is the first female clone of Jango Fett to ever appear in any of the franchises, which I think is really cool that we mm-hmm. get to see that they just don't clone, but they can also the community the Kamonans. Camino. Camino. Yeah, that. <laughs> um, they were doing more than just cloning, they were doing genetics as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. Yeah. And then three main characters from the series Star Wars Rebels. We haven't talked about Rebels yet. We're talking about them in a couple weeks, are introduced once again in this show. So Rebels technically was already out before this show. So most people, when they watched Bad Batch, we were like, oh, yeah, we know these characters. It's Caleb Dunham who is actually called Kanan Jarrus. He is a kid in this show. So it's Hera and then her droid chopper. Mm-hmm. I will say that I, when Kanan showed up, like, cause in this, they show order 66 right at the beginning and Kanan is the kid and I've watched rebels. So hearing about how he escaped and then they actually show it. I'm like, Oh, I like this. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're bringing things together. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Not not happy that his Jedi master was killed. No, obviously. Don't don't. Yeah, but like how we're bringing the stories together. Mm-hmm. Same with Her- how Hera and Chopper come in. Chopper. Oh, uh, I love Chopper. Yeah, Samantha, you mm-hmm. are going to love Chopper. So far he's, from what I've seen, he's so funny. Hilarious. I need to add him to my shirt. Yeah, I need to get a Chopper plush. Because I was gonna say actually, because he's very much sarcastic yeah. and yeah, like an R two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's yeah. a little bit more um, animated than yes. R2, yes. Um, but I love it. I think Chopper mm-hmm. and R2 together would be hilarious. They would. they they definitely be besties. I want it to happen. Frenemies, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Poor C-3PO would be, like, just a mess. <sighs> he would lose his mind. He would. Get a whole show with them, BB-8, and 3PO. Just stick them all together. Stick yes. Them all together. Just call well, there droids. are shorts. There are droid shorts. Yeah, that's true. I guess there are. I there haven't are. seen any, but mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I got to add that in here. I don't have that here. I've watched watched them all. They're adorable. Nice. I have to watch this. They're absolutely adorable. Mm -hmm. 
there's one so off topic, but BB-8 and a bunch of like, it's BB-8 is talking to this group of droids and he's like, you can kind of tell he's telling the story of mm-hmm. some of the se- the sequel stuff that he does with R2. And then R2 drives, just runs by him, not even looking at him. And they all like faint because they saw a celebrity. <laughs> oh, it's so, it so cute. Yeah. That's so cute. That's great. Oh, I love the droids. I want yeah. a droid. Okay, our technology, I don't care about flying cars. We need to be able to have droids. I want a droid. We got droids that can vacuum now. I mean, we're kind of getting them. We're moving. We're in getting there. We're I want a personality there. droid. I guarantee you they're coming. Guarantee you. I hope down the before. line. I hope they come before my the end of my time because I yeah. want a droid, mm-hmm. and I will name it R two D two. There you go. All right, Bad Batch third one is the only is only the nickname and sometimes code name of the defective clone squad. The actual designation is Clone Force ninety nine, and the force. The four original members all have birth numbers CT-99 and then whatever. As revealed by the main Bad Batch guy named Hunter in Aftermath, one of the episodes, Crosshair, who becomes evil, number is revealed to be CT-9904. Echo retains his amalgamation. Amalgamation. Mm-hmm. He retains his original number, which is CT-1409, because he is not originally a part of the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. He gets added on. Right. Hunter, Tech, and Wrecker's numbers have not been revealed. My assumption is Hunter, Tech, and Wrecker are all CT-9901, 03. I just I would assume. Which. It makes yeah. sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Omega is probably CT-9905. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Very few trivia because it's a brand yeah. new show, but mm-hmm. Sammy, what are your thoughts? So I like the transition again, although we had to live through that terrible thing all over again. At the beginning. I know. Oh. I was like, we have to watch this again. <laughs> it's like okay. the third time we've had to yes. live through this. What are you, like, what are you doing you. to our souls? <laughs> Thanks, Star Wars. Oh, my right. God. Yeah. But I liked seeing the transition because like you were saying in the whole description, they're confused. They're just like, what is happening with mm-hmm. all of these? What are they doing? Yeah. Why are they acting like this? Why are they going after the Jedi? Exactly. What just happened? They're the way we're that's the wrong side. So mm-hmm. I thought that was very interesting to see the the mm-hmm. switch over. And I like the clones together. And like we like to reference all the time. They're a little family of misfits that work really well together. And the mm-hmm. little spats they get into about how to deal with things. And it's cute. What? I just saw one of your lines. I did not realize. <laughs> so Omega is cool because she's a girl, but I just didn't really care about her. And I'm sorry. I just maybe down the line as the series goes on, but I just was like, I don't care about this little girl and what she's up to. I When they were going to send her off with the, the family, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. great. So she's only in like one episode and then she stayed. And, yeah, I just... I don't know. I think that was just too kiddish for me. I just didn't really care for her, but that's probably just me. So sorry, Omega. Hopefully he gets better. As of right now, I really enjoyed Clone Wars. And so far, I really enjoy Rebels that I've seen, which is not very much of it. The Bad Batch probably ranks last for me so far, as far as if I had to rank them in order of what I liked the best. Probably that's would be yeah. last, but it's only got one season, so I'm like, mm-hmm. there's more to come, right? So we'll yeah. see yeah. what happens in the future. But yeah. I didn't watch every episode either, which maybe doesn't help the situation. I kind of hmm. 
like I said, I watched the very first one. I think I watched the very first long one and then the second one, and then I kind of went in the middle and then I just went to the end and skipped some of the middle parts. But I didn't have time, so. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, but that's all I got. I don't have a whole lot to say about the Bad Batch. Yeah. Woo, that's cool. Okay. Dun, dun. Yeah, so anytime there's any show or any story or whatever, when there's a ragtag group of misfits, I'm going to like it regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, your Firefly, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, <laughs> what a bad batch. Uh, I mean, even the original trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so it, it's mm-hmm. cool because it's cool seeing that, like, actually during the Clone Wars era. Because most of the Clone Wars show, we had, like, the higher ups. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of mm-hmm. guiding us so we, we didn't get to see a lot of the fringe type people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like fringe people fringe people are fun mm-hmm. so digging deeper into like the programming you know the order 66 and all that the mm-hmm. you know in, in the inhibitor chips and all that um mm-hmm. i don't know if you had seen that episode sammy where wrecker uh, oh yeah mm-hmm. okay you saw that and it, again i guess it just gets deeper into what i was saying earlier about the clones is like here's this hulking muscular you know this big guy and this tiny, tiny little girl. And it's like, mm-hmm. of course, you know, they love each other. And it's like, a, it's like a fun uncle, you know, he would go, mm-hmm. you know, out of his way to protect her. And it's like, mm-hmm. not even a thought in your mind that he would turn on her. And, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that he's in that situation where that happens, even though we know it's mm-hmm. not him, we know he would never do that. We know it's, you know, he's, you know, but it's still just, it, it's, it's, it's hard mm-hmm. to watch, you know, it's still, mm-hmm. it's painful, you know, which it, it kind of goes into uh, mm-hmm. that, um, getting a little bit off topic but that's um the same approach was taken in the avengers when the hulk was done mm-hmm. uh when he when he goes after uh black widow because it's not mm-hmm. just them it's that relationship that's at stake mm-hmm. and, you know yeah so it's like you know once record kind of gets pulled out of that it's yeah. like how, how are they still going to be friends is that are she scared of him now and mm-hmm. you know she does the little thing where she gives him a little treat it's like it's tradition mm-hmm. you know it's like all right all right you're making me tear mm-hmm. up it's okay yeah it's, you know, whatever. It's just, it's fine. <laughs> Let's see. So, and you, I think you mentioned this, Sammy, too, about showing uh, the transition from the Republic to the Empire. Mm-hmm. So, just in, I've noticed this in like any type of teen dystopia or any dystopia story in general. We always start like start like right in the middle. So mm-hmm. it's you know it, it's always like this is normal. This is the world we've been in for so long. And typically, what we see is either like how are we surviving in this world or what's the revolution look like but there's not a whole lot of stories where it starts where mm-hmm. it's like the tra- the the first part of it mm-hmm. you know the transition from a free society to a dystopian society mm-hmm. and i think that's really interesting because you actually get to see like the more fringe people the more you know not even just the fringe people but just your farmers and your factory workers right. and your mm-hmm. people who are just trying to make it through the day you know and all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're having to adjust to the society that basically hates them this government mm-hmm. that basically hates them Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really feel that mm-hmm. that fear and that uncertainty and that frustration and that anger and, you know, makes you want to go start a revolution. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know it shows you like why, uh, you know, why the rebellion yeah. is so needed, why we why we're waiting, we're looking for a rebellion. I mean, it's that we're not even in the rebellion phase of Star Wars and I'm ready for the rebellion. Right. You know, on the, mm-hmm. on the different uh, separatist planets where yeah. your governments, you know, are, you know, their leaders are kind of being forced to, you know, subjugate to the empire, you know, try to get their own people to follow it. And mm-hmm. you have the one guy mm-hmm. who, the one guy who's able to get off the planet, the, um, I forget. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. The, right. the senator. So, yeah. The separatist they, senator. Um, so that's a, that's a really, I, I like that they're exploring more of that. Let's see. Mm-hmm. It, it occurred to me when there, when we find out who Omega actually is, that technically she is Boba Fett's sister. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they're all related, obviously, See? but like uh, she was made in the same way that he was made. So it's like, I, I, it'd be interesting to see if she, she shows up somewhere in uh, either Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or somewhere. I would mm-hmm. love to see that. I'd love to see kind of, you know, how long does she stay with the Bad Batch and what does she grow up? Does she grow up to be a warrior, like, you know, a hunter and wrecker mm-hmm. and all that? So, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, it'd be foolish not to do something like that. It'd be foolish not to, you know, at least have her show up in some way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. And then mm-hmm. uh, for this last one, I just put in all caps, Cad Bane! <laughs> I don't know if that's significant to you. But I like Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like Cad Bane. <laughs> he has. He's he's <laughs> kind of showed up in everything from Clone Wars to okay. now Rebel, or he's in Clone Wars. Yep. He was in Rebels. He's in Bad Batch. Yeah, he shows mm-hmm. up in he's, Book yeah. of Boba. Uh, I I highly doubt. Did he it. die in Boba? Uh, I don't think they said officially one way or another. Right? I highly doubt he's dead. I mean, it was, yeah, you're probably, I, I don't know how much I'm spoiling, but uh, he's probably not officially dead. That's, that's all I can say like for those, for the ones who haven't seen it. That's, the yeah. Answer is, for now, the answer is yes. Kane Bennett, hold on. Cade Ban- Bane right. is for dead. Now. Exactly. That's, that's, that, that's the best Unless way to put he it. Is exactly. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> for now. Because right. mm. Boba right. was supposed I mean, to be dead. Come on, how many people actually... How many people actually stay George dead? George loves to resurrect Wars? people. <laughs> At least they come back in some way. I mean, they co- uh, that's true. Uh, that's true. Uh, that's that's true. terrible. Okay. But I mean, like, you know, <laughs> the force ghosts. And, yeah. Everyone else I mean, comes uh, back as like a force ghost. Or... Yeah. It is. So. <laughs> but yeah, I like seeing Cad Bane. Anytime he shows up, I'm just like, first of all, he is like, he's, he's Clint Eastwood in space yes he is the he man really with is. no name only he's yes, evil and he I is. Like that. he's <laughs> mm-hmm. you know he's just he's just fun he's such a fun character every time he he's shows up, like all right here we go cad bane what's cad bane gonna do now mm-hmm. so yeah, i do I was, like him yeah i was i was i was happy to see him again so and overall the uh the, i think the whole show is uh after the tragedy of the end of clone wars the show is like needed you know, because mm-hmm. as soon as I watched the end of the Clone Wars, yes, see the finale of the Clone Wars, I was like, I need something fun. <laughs> I need Understandable. something, I, you know. <laughs> so it's yeah. So it's <laughs> Ewoks, or you know. But again, it's like, watch it's like I I need a show about ragtag group of misfits who are just trying to make their way in the universe. Because that's how I feel right now. Well, there yeah, you go. Uh, Bad people who are unconventional because this is an unconventional mm-hmm. society yeah. now, and we're all uncertain, and they're uncertain. Mm-hmm. It's like this is say this is solid ground. This mm-hmm. is the safe place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So a- anyone who mm-hmm. is yeah. trying to figure out which one to watch first, because I actually watched them both at the same time, because I was trying to get, I had to play Crash Course, I had to get caught, get caught up. So, because I, I got about a week ahead of filming this, and I was like, oh crap, <laughs> I got to watch both of these. Okay, exactly. 
So I did them. I did them both back to back. I watched a few episodes of the Bad Batch, a few episodes of the Clone Wars, and I was like, I'm skipping back and forth. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to finish Clone Wars, then do the Bad Batch. Much and easier. Much easier. I'm glad I did. So anyone who's trying to figure it out, definitely watch Clone Wars first, then go to the Bad Batch. One hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh so. goodness. Well, I mean, Bad Batch is pretty much the same animation, mm-hmm. same script and style right. presentation as Clone Wars. They really mm-hmm. did make it a full spinoff. And I think a lot of my points kind of coincide with you guys's. Mm-hmm. I like how they're showing us a transition of how the Republic conducted their their military or from how the Republic conducted the military to now how the Empire is conducting it. Because mm-hmm. you see like you see how they are now transitioning to killing anybody, mm-hmm. insurgents. Like they right. are sent to kill insurgents and they're thinking, oh, it's going to be droids. No, it's literally the first sparks of revolution. Mm-hmm. And it's, what's his face? Shoot, what's his name? Uh, the very first episode of Bad Batch, from, from who they're where, trying to kill. Was- He's in Rogue One. One. Saw Guerrera. Saw Guerrera, yes. See, I don't know if you put that. Did you realize that when? No. Okay. So <laughs> in the very first episode, when when the Empire is sending them to take out these insurgents yeah. and they need them, the main guy is named Saw Guerrera. That is the young version of Saw Guerrera from Rogue One who well, is now that. like half mechanical and using the the, the thing like Darth Vader. I will Vader's remember sword. that because I've only seen Rogue One once. So yeah, yeah. I don't remember all the people. In yeah. It. So they kind of pulled him in. Like I mm-hmm. I remember watching Bad ba- the when I was watching Bad Batch and they said the name. I'm like, Saw Guerrera, why do I know that name? Why do I know that mm-hmm. name? And I hadn't watched Rogue One in a while. So I looked it up. I'm like, ah, now we're mm-hmm. like, like literally tying everything together um yeah. with which the, he had a, he had a long run in the clone wars too he had a, a long overarching story there too yes and i forgot about that yeah. arcing story because it was earlier on yeah and i've watched it like i watched the series like four or five years ago uh, okay so i kind of forgot he was in there <laughs> um but yeah so it, i got off topic of what i was doing but it's it's, it's that perspective of that change and mm-hmm. and you Dan talked about how we never get to see that change and now we're actually seeing it go mm-hmm. from peace to to just this horrible dystopia with the ugh, Palpatine, mm-hmm. the Emperor. Mm-hmm. And then I like that I finally know what happens to Camino. Mm-hmm. I know, Dan, you haven't watched the end of it. Am I, I you going to be mad at me if I tell you? Go for it. So they destroy Camino. I kind of figured it would be. Yeah. So they, Mm -hmm. so through this whole series, like you see, and I always wondered what they did with the clones because they don't refer to them as clones in the originals. They're just stormtroopers. So we kind of get the idea that the stormtroopers are not clones. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always wondered how they were going to decommission everything, what Mm -hmm. happened with Kamino. So they show that here. They show them taking the clones out of, Camino, they kill the the gen, the governor and literally star destroyers are they just wipe out they shoot everything up they blow it up mm-hmm. we almost we almost lose the bad batch they're like stuck underwater oh, um, yeah really need to watch it really need to watch yeah, no, it I'm, it's I'm pretty intense at the end yeah i'm like i was like if this person dies i am going to <laughs> revolt they didn't it's fine but well, there you go 
you see yeah, that they it give out. what they do to Camino. So now that's why we don't have clones anymore, which mm-hmm. makes sense. I nice. uh, like you. I'm interested to see what they do with Omega. I like her kind of. I'm like, you are a little kid, but mm-hmm. I like that they're doing something different with the clones. Mm-hmm. And I think she could be a really good potential show up in the live actions, like Dan said. Like that, when you were saying that, I'm like, did you read my points? Because that was exactly no. what I was going to say. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. No, yeah. I think I'll like it better when she's older. I think the problem really is that she's a yeah. kid now. And I liked Boba as a kid because he was evil. And I was like, ooh, this is great. <laughs> and he was very <laughs> conflicted, evil, actually conflicted and all that. But this, I'm just like, eh, she's kind of boring. Just, I don't know. Yeah. I know she'll get. <laughs> better i'm sure yeah. as she gets it, it, it's easy to be kind of annoyed when you have that sort of character that's obviously very much out of place that child like innocent yeah yeah uh, but well, I, she's I, so I did like hopeful. that she's adapting she mm-hmm. is yeah she's so hopeful and so yeah. bubbly and she just she wants to meet them and she wants to be a part of their lives and i think it's and it's because she knows that she's their sister right, right. but they had no clue at first mm-hmm. and they're like what is with this kid like Mm -hmm. why is she here they're trying to get rid of her she Mm -hmm. won't go anywhere and it's and it's because there's a connection there that she Mm -hmm. wants to be with her brothers Mm -hmm. um which i find it's just so weird like thousands and thousands of you are just all brothers it's weird anywho it it's just a lot um i can barely deal with my one brother i can't deal (laughs) i don't can't think about dealing with clones of my brother right like armies of clones Oh, anywho, I can't. No, I can't go there. My brain would explode. Mm. <laughs> well, technically, if you could also be clones of yourself too, how could you deal with that? You could all battle. No, I couldn't deal with that either. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine thousands and thousands of me? You'd be very loud wherever you are, whatever planet you're on. You could hear me playing exactly. Planets, so <laughs> Others that coming through the atmosphere, planet. it's like, oh, this is where we are. Okay, that is Rob's. Our friend Rob's like worst nightmare. <laughs> oh my goodness! Please tell me that y'all saw that Crosshair was going to be bad as soon as we turned on the first episode of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. they were pretty obvious about it. If it sounds like a snake and looks like a snake, there you it's go. going to be a Crosshair. Snake. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now what? did get me is i thought for the good first couple episodes that actually most of the series that he was the only one that the chip actually worked like i thought the chip was working for him yeah mm-hmm. and then it gets to the end dan i'm spoiling again but it gets right. to the end and he actually removed his chip and this is just who he is mm-hmm. he's just like this is just how i want to be <laughs> sorry dan <laughs> yeah wow. That was very cool. I liked wow. that reveal. I was like, oh, wow, you just really suck. Okay. Good yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. This is how you Ooh. choose to be. We're going to move on. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm interested to, he, he's still around. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do with him in second season. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would love for, for them in either Mandalorian or Book of Boba or even Ahsoka, like the movie or the TV show Ahsoka, for what's his face to play the retired clones. What do you mean, like? Like live action. I would like so well, like the same okay. actor to play. Mm-hmm. Same actor oh, to okay. play mm-hmm. the retired clones in one of the episodes. I, I think it would be saying. really cool. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? The guy who played Boba okay. Fett. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. I got he's you. actually yeah. said he would do it 
There's that actually really like cool. an interview him saying, yeah. I would so do it. Just tell me I'd when and where. That. Absolutely. that would be I fun. I think it would be really cool. Like him yeah. to come back see- as like Captain Rex or, or, yeah. or yeah, all the different- one of the bad batches or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. It'd be kind of disrespectful not to, I feel like. I know. Yeah. Well, we'll I mean, he I mean, is that he's character. willing. Yeah. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my gosh. This was a long episode. Yeah, I didn't know you were right. doing them together. I thought you were going to split them up. Oh no, we did it together. It's fine. Cool. There's not much in the Bad Batch. I mean, that's, I feel like it yeah, wouldn't have been good by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No. Okay. Well, Pixie Dusters, that is the end of Clone Wars and Bad Batch. Next mm-hmm. week, we are talking Revenge of the Sith. Woo! Yeah. Best yeah. of the prequels. Woo-hoo. I will not have as much to say about it, but I believe Dan will. <laughs> That's out of uh, all of them. That's the only one I, I went back and watched more growing up. Did it? Was so, it? Yeah. I think it's my brother's favorite as well, but yeah. I just, I can't. I can't. Yeah. It's sad. Uh, I it's just a tragic. can't do it. It's a tragic. Well, the scene, I think what gets me every time is the scene where Anakin goes into the to the Jedi temple and. Master Skywalker. So there's too many of them. Oh my god. Shush, Dan. Don't make me cry. (laughs) That is literally the worst. After he did that, I was like, you deserve to die in that lava. Screw you. (laughs) Yeah, pretty Uh much. I'm like, you deserve to die. (laughs) But anywho. So we'll be talking Revenge of the Sith next week. Then after that, we'll be doing Han Solo, then Rogue One, and just continuing on. Mm -hmm. So make sure to tune in next week to hear all the opinions of Revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, please go check out, hopefully, the entertaining TikToks of Star Wars. That's oh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure. And Pixie Dust Twins podcast is our handle for both Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Dan can be found on YouTube, Dantastic mm-hmm. YouTube, and for Instagram, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Did I get it right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go check everything out. Sammy, anything else they can check out? <laughs> limitlessbroadcasting.com there's information about all of our podcasts and a link to our patreon account as well please check it out all right bye pixie dusters and may the force be with you that's great this is the way why have you not been doing this the whole time i don't know spirit fingers (laughs) i don't know may the force be with you may the force be with you good soldiers follow orders roger roger Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today.